You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome to the Oz Network for our long-awaited finale recap of The Amazing Race Canada Season 7. Uh, we promised we'd be here, and we are, and we promised guests, and they're here. Uh, <laughs> despite a few challenges, they made it. Uh, we started off this season talking with Martina from Season 6, and there's no way that we couldn't end the season without also talking to her brother, Phil. We have both Phil and Martina here from Season 6, uh, and also from Season 1 of Taste of the Race, <laughs> which wrapped up Yay! the night. <laughs> yeah! Thank you, That's both right. of you, for being here. Hi, Colin. Thanks for having us. Yay! Hi, hi, hi! Yay! We're excited! Yes. <laughs> Rossi, too, is here. <laughs> hi, Rossi! Yeah, no, I don't get a special intro. I'm just and Rossi from America! Yay! <laughs> <laughs> from the East Coast! Yeah. Represent! Yeah. So, um, I, obviously, there's a lot of stuff that's happened throughout the season. We'll kind of cover some of the whole season as a whole, some of just this past episode. But I guess let's just start on the finale itself and uh i guess as we go throughout this you know phil martina both feel free to jump in any time you want answer the same questions Mm -hmm. argue with each other whatever it is you feel you need to do (laughs) argue with rossi (laughs) argue with me uh but what did you think of the finale of amazing race canada season seven and then what did you think of just the season as a whole do you want to go first or do you want me to go first uh i can go first just like it's on my mind um, I just remember thinking of like Lauren and Joanne and when Lauren lost the clue, like at the very start, uh, I just felt so bad for her. Cause I mean, you never want to lose a clue ever, mm-hmm. let alone in the finale. And you never want to be the one who, you know, lets your team down somehow, like in a roadblock or, or things like that, like losing a clue. So definitely felt really bad for her, but then it was so amazing just to see her sister, Joanne, just like say, it's okay you just lost a piece of paper and like Mm -hmm. put it in that perspective i thought that was like such a great moment just like early in that uh in that leg of the race yeah Yeah, do you want to say something and then i think for me like i love all like the finales like i love anthony like james and anthony lauren and um joanne sam and sarah i love them all and like i was rooting for all of them but i was like super excited with like James and Anthony won. I'm like, woo! <laughs> um, it was total nail biter. Like you just, you just didn't know who's gonna win and what was gonna happen. And the challenges were just like so crazy and over the top. I loved it. Yeah. No, I, I would say I actually thought uh, like when I was watching. I mean, I don't know who won, but I actually thought Sarah and Sam were gonna win it. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, like, <laughs> so I was kind of, I was just in shock. I was like, what, 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 what's happening? What's happening? And then. Like when Anthony and James won, I was like, "Wow!" Like they pulled it through. Yeah, I think that the most crazy. exciting part, like it's it's always hard with a finale because you want that race to the finish, and there have been yeah. you know finales. You know, I I think about even the first season of Amazing Race Canada uh, and multiple U.S. seasons where it's very clear who's yeah. going to win, and it's just like, "All right, let's just cut to the finish here." And in this case, yeah. even if it was just a trick of editing, I mean, we, we saw. Anthony and James and Sarah and Sam finish that irrigation challenge literally at the exact same time. And then it's like, okay, this is actually a race now, which was one of the things that really helped, uh, at least for me, this just feel like, okay, this is a big finale moment because I don't think there would be anything worse. And I I can't imagine what it's like to try to plan a race like this 
and yeah. you're the one who's editing it or the network that's airing it. And then you're like, well, this is our climax and it's just a runaway, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was just so crazy. Like, you just didn't know who's going to win. And then it almost looked as if, like, Lauren and Joanne were going to catch up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm, and they were so far behind at the beginning. But, like, you know, one of the things with this uh, this final episode, it's like everything yeah. kept getting evened out. You know, just when you think, yes. okay, well... Because usually you get these finales where the third place team, okay, well, there's one team that's clearly out of it, but then they were coming back, and then okay, they're behind again, yeah. then they're coming back. Like there was always a chance. Yeah. And Lauren and Joanne are mine and Rossi's favorite teams here. I will say Rossi was rooting for them from the beginning, and I was sort of like wow. Lauren and Joanne, really. And then every week that passed, I'm like, <laughs> oh, they're just amazing. Um, Joanne <laughs> celebrations are pretty girl. special. Oh, like, absolutely. <laughs> She, it was pretty memorable, like how excited she got. Did you have a favorite team, Phil? I mean, Martina, you said exciting. you, Martina, you said yeah. that Anthony and James were, you know, easily the ones you were rooting for. Phil, were you rooting for anybody yeah. going into this? Uh, I was rooting for Arthi and Timnash, actually. Like, uh, and I actually, I really thought they won it. Like up until they got eliminated, I was oh, like, yeah. I almost cried. I think when they got <laughs> out, I was like, No, this this isn't true. This isn't true. Make it make it right. So I was like, just like mm-hmm. super sad when, because I think their defining moment was when they stayed behind and, and helped dig those clams for um, Anthony and James, like in the Nymo. Like, that was such a cool moment because, I mean, they were strategic in, in terms of they knew they had that express pass. So they, they knew they could, they wouldn't be last, mm-hmm. right? So they always had that in their back pocket, but they wanted to. I guess, like, help Anthony and James. And if, if they didn't help Anthony and James, like, looking back, right, Anthony and James would have been out, mm-hmm. right? Oh, then how um, different would sure... this finale have looked? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right? So it's like, you just never know what's going to happen. And, I mean, even Anthony Finesh, so, so, so Anthony and James, they, they needed that help, and they got that help, right? And then um, I think they were on that keep on racing leg, right? They're the last mm-hmm. by, like, like, a few seconds too, right? So they barely survived a couple times, and then they're the ones who win it, right? So you just never know what's going to happen. Well, if we just go back yeah. a little bit further, um, you know, Martina, you had yeah. mentioned that, like, you got into this show when you applied on the race, essentially. <laughs> but Phil, from what we understand, you know, you were the fan. You're the one who's like, oh, I got to go out for the show. Uh, like, how long yeah. have you been watching The Amazing Race? And, you know, how did it go about you applying? Like, had you applied for past seasons? I have watched every single season of the American one. So all 31, I think it's now. And, of course, all the Canadian ones. And I applied for the first season with my wife. And I will say we did not even get an email or a call or anything. <laughs> so I say my wife is too normal she's very like <laughs> you know you know just regular person but then when i applied with my sister um yeah we got a call probably within a week so like it, yeah. it was totally different that way <laughs> yeah my sister is very special i have a <laughs> very, very unique. special personality that just shines through the camera mm-hmm. yeah. i didn't know that people would love me so much through the camera well and so yeah. it kind of worked out I mean, you really do need big characters on here. And, you know, uh, characters like Dave and Rena have been talked to death the whole season. I mean, you guys can wow. give your opinions on them as well mm-hmm. if you want. But, you know, obviously, 
like you said, Phil, you know, sometimes you have to have the right partner that's just that's just going to really get everybody's attention and, you know, uh, a mm-hmm. big character for TV. Uh, we had Hal Johnson on a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, obviously yeah. him and Joanne, you know, they, I mean, they're Canadian icons. They would be cast just mm-hmm. on name value alone. But he said, you know, if mm-hmm. they were to ever do an All-Stars, I don't remember if he even said this on air or if it was off air to me. Yeah. You know, they wouldn't be bringing us back for me. They'd be bringing us back for Joanne because she she Aww. she was like, a, a, you know, a big personality and everything. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Do you guys have any opinions on you know the, the bigger personalities you saw? I mean, Arthi and Thinesh were right up there with Dave and Reen. That kind of created so much drama yeah. this season. Yeah. But this season, I mean, Chad and Dave, like they were. I was, yeah, I was just like in shock. Right, I think every the whole world, the whole world, not just Canada, was in shock when Jay, that Chad and Dave got out. And mm-hmm. I mean them playing it up with Dave and Arena, I think that would have been fun to watch and just, like, have oh, yeah. it play out. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it just you just never know, right? Like, even in our season, we thought um, Happy and Chewy could potentially win it. And, I mean, they were the ones, the first ones out, right? Mm-hmm. So you just don't even know. And that was only by seconds, too, right, that they got eliminated. So I think the biggest personalities to me were Dave and Arena, Artie and Tanesh, um I actually really like Lauren and Joanne. They're just like siblings too, and they're just fun, <laughs> loving people. And they kind of reminded me of uh, like me and my sister because they're kind of seen as maybe like underdogs too. But then, I mean, they found a way. They're scrappy, and they found a way to make it to the finale, which was great for them. Um, yeah, yeah. I thought there. I thought there was a lot of great teams. Will you go back to you? Oh, go ahead. No, 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 go, go, go. Well, I was just going to say, we go back to your season, like, yeah. what odds would you have given yourself off of the first leg? I thought we were going to win the whole thing. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, I, I wish I had my brother's confidence. <laughs> and I don't mean it in a, in a cocky way, like, I'm not that kind of person, just so you know, but I'm just, um, like, every team has their strengths and weaknesses, and the producers even told us, like, they picked all 10 teams knowing that any one of us could win. Mm-hmm. And I, I really do think they mean that for sure. And then, so when I looked around the room, I mean, I knew we weren't going to be the strongest physically for sure. Um, but I know, like, I love maps. I grew up as a kid, instead of having posters of, like, you know, your favorite celebrities or hockey players, I had pictures of maps, like the world map, a Canada map, and a Vancouver map. Like, this is true. I can verify this. <laughs> yeah. So, like, why does my brother have maps? And you know what I would just stare at maps, like, all day long. Like, yeah, I, I love... am so terrible at geography. Like, I went to the dog park, and this guy's like, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're from Iran, right? Like, you went to Tehran University. He's like, no, I'm from Georgia. And I'm like, you're American? <laughs> no, I'm from Georgia, the country. Georgia country? There's a country named Georgia? He's like, how are you a high school teacher? I'm like, oh, I really sucked at geography. So you, you just need at least geography. one of your teammates to be good at maps. You don't need but both really of them. I'm really good at driving. I love cars. Yeah. My like, sister was good at driving. Cars. I'm very good at driving. Phil's not so great at driving. But and then, I'm not good at reading maps. Yeah. Well, I drove too dangerously, so I drove too fast. <laughs> you almost killed us a couple of times. No, I only drove one leg, so it's not a couple times. Anyways, a couple then, times in that sister, one leg, did you almost kill it? <laughs> yeah, but my sister, I remember when we were leaving. Uh, there's a leg when we had to go from Toronto Airport to uh, Ingersoll, right, for the yeah. the, the Chevy yeah. factory. And yeah. then it's I don't know if you've ever driven from um, Toronto Airport out, but without a GPS, like it's just crazy the number of highways and 
the number of interchanges you have to go and which lane you have to get into yeah. to get on the right highway. So I remember like we're leaving that uh, airport and then um, I'm like, okay, Nuna. Nuna, by the way, means older sister in Korean, but I'm like, Nuna, you have to pay attention and listen to what I say. And then as she's driving, um, I don't know why, but she just was like, oh, look, I see a tree in the distance. That reminds me of a time when I was a kid and I climbed a tree. And I was like, Nuna, stop, focus. We have to know which lane to get into. So it's like, yeah, like you need somebody who's good at maps and somebody who's good at navigating and, um, and also can focus. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Somebody who's good at driving and <laughs> but they need to be able to focus or have somebody tell them to focus. And she got mad at me, but then I think she understood like yeah, you yeah, have to yeah. go the right way. And we had like code words. Like, you know, yeah. like yellow meant mellow because I get really hyper. And my brother's like, whenever he said the word yellow, it meant me okay, Martina, just shut up. Just like stop talking. <laughs> like just zip it, Martina, zip it. Because Phil needs to focus and concentrate and you don't want to distract him. And yeah, because so, you don't want to just talk- shout shut up. Right, like your team gets mad too. If you just say yellow, well, yeah, like we both understand. Did you know? Did any of those make it to air? Because like I have to go back over the season now and count the amount of times it's like shut up, Martina. (laughs) No, I wouldn't say shut up. I'd say yellow. Yeah, he would say yellow like twenty-five times in like the whole season, and then I said it once to him once, and he's like, "Really?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I need a, I need a yellow. This is my one yellow I needed in the whole season." But I only said it once to him, but he said it to me like 25 times. Because like, you... I start cheering or I get really hyper. Yeah. Did you tell Colin last time that how um, we ran at different speeds and we were kind of yeah. yelled at? Yeah. Well, yeah. see, you remember. Okay. You remember. We had to hold hands because we, he ran really fast and I would fall while he's dragging me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was true. That, that happened. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. that brings up an interesting question. This is like completely off topic of you know, the race. I mean, we saw teams who helped each other at the end, like you mentioned, oh, yeah. Anthony and James and Arthi and Thinesh. My wife was yeah. saying, she's like, obviously this would be a question more for somebody in charge of the show. It's like, what yeah. would happen if you had the two last place teams and either by them saying, you know what, let's both cross at the same time. And then we'll just like, how would they Ooh. decide that? Like how, what happened? There's rules. Yeah. Oh, there's rules. So it's essentially, if you do tie, it's whoever placed higher the previous leg. Mm, really? Oh, wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah, because I read all the rules. You didn't. (laughs) I didn't read nothing. I'm the type of person, like, I'll get something, and then, like, I'll open it, and I don't read the instructions. I'm like, I'm good to go. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. pretty much. My brother's the guy who, like, read the instructions and, like, maximize, optimize the invention. Yeah. So I just kind of win it. Really, yeah. success on the race depends on having two people who are essentially polar opposites in all the areas that matter on the race. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Because you don't want to be too similar because you have the same weaknesses and the same strengths. Mm. Like, yeah, polar opposites who get along. Yes, and respect each other. Yeah, who can communicate. Communication yeah. is so key. Well, that opens yeah. up a question then for Rossi. You know, If they ever allow somebody from Winnipeg to team up with somebody from America... Uh, yeah. <laughs> to do the amazing race, race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rossi are you the I'm going to be very arsy about uh, the whole thing <laughs> are you a driver are you a navigator Rossi um, I'll drive you look at the maps and I'm just tell me where okay, to go because okay. I don't know That's when you shit. two were in Winnipeg did do you have any scary yeah. driving incidents because like Winnipeg is notorious for having like the worst drivers in the country 
Oh, I've been there before. And like, I think because I was there before for a home conference, I drove around before. So like, I was kind of like used to it. But then when we drove, when we first got in, we got in at night. So there's like no traffic. Mm -hmm. And then I think during the day, it was fine. I think it was okay. Was it bad? Do you remember? Um, it was fine. I was, it was, I was fine. good. It was it was good because like all roads kind of led towards that the bend. Main strip. I, I forget yeah, what it's called. Strip. There's a main yeah. strip, and then there's the market, and then I knew where the museum was because I'd already been there before from the Homec yeah. conference. And Port Portage Street or Portage. Oh yeah, Road, Portage, like, yeah. That's Portage, yeah, yeah. Portage, yeah. yeah. So, and the windiest I, corner in Canada. Or oh, something is it ever down there oh, yeah. too? Yeah. That yeah. that honestly gave me the that. biggest laugh watching just seeing everybody struggling with the windows. Yeah. I don't know if anybody yeah. on the race was aware what that corner is like, but like people who wait for oh, buses no, there at Portage and okay. Maid, it's just like ridiculous. Yeah. Gosh. That was the one like one of the only clues it uh, you you probably didn't notice, but my sister literally opened up ninety five percent of the clues. Um it's cause I read the first one, the very, very first one, and I read it like <laughs> And they're like, Phil, you have to slow down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was He's just on excited. adrenaline. I was, right? You just read as fast as you can. Mm -hmm. But then you actually have to, you're supposed to read it clearly on camera. So then my sister just ended up reading all the clues, except for that one on the windiest corner, because they said, if you lose your clue or your money, you're not getting any other one, right? You're not getting an extra. So I was like, no, no, you have small hands. I'm going to hold my clue and the money. So, uh, yeah, I opened that clue. Oh, Beamer's making a cameo here. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you, you know what I have, like, questions about this season is, like, how were they to get penalties and not get eliminated? Like, how were their challenges, like, four to five hours long? Like, mm -hmm. in our season, we were minutes apart. Like, there's no way we could take a penalty and still make it. Like, how would Dave and Arena so ahead that they could take penalties or, like, not do challenges and still not get eliminated. Like, I, well, I just can't fathom how, how far apart the challenges were. Like, there was never a time that we were so, like, in our season, we were so close as a pack. Like, we were never that, like, what's it called, like, dispersed mm -hmm. in the race. So that was really interesting to see in this season. But that was so different mm -hmm. from our season. Yeah, and I don't know if it's, you know, just that challenge. I mean, we kind of speculated after that episode um, you know, I mean, our show you know, kind of spun off like the amazing race coverage we spun off. We originally covered just Survivor. And there's some famous Survivor challenges where, you know, in fact, there was one in a finale where the, the, the show had put together this challenge and they, they'll run through it and they'll be like, okay, we estimate this challenge yeah. is going to take this long. And they estimated, yeah. okay, maximum this is going to take is four hours as an endurance challenge. And people were still clinging on after 10 hours and they're like, we're running out of time here. Like we got to finish this yeah. episode. We got to vote somebody out. And they're like, how yeah. are we going to get out of this? Like, I honestly believe at least in that one clam challenge, you know, it, it just, yeah. it surpassed everybody's expectation. They just got in a situation where there was a challenge so hard that nobody anticipated mm -hmm. that you could have all yeah. these penalties. And I mean, it created such an incredibly dramatic episode out of that. Yeah. 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 Just yeah, that was like a lot of like there's gameplay in that, right? Like mm -hmm. just to be the first one to take the risk of uh, taking penalty, and if you know how long, like I think it's a two-hour penalty for this. Mm -hmm. And then if you're gonna, if you're another team still there, you got to decide right away to yeah. take that penalty. So I think it was 
uh, Megan and Marie, they they probably waited. They were the last ones, right? Mm-hmm. So they waited a bit longer than everybody else, and and then and then she does. She didn't know about goats on the roof, so or she, <laughs> yeah. she was missing a letter too. I, I I mean it's near us, so I, I've heard of goats on the roof. So um, well, yeah, we, it'd be hard. We I mean, especially of, if you're missing a letter. We were sort of watching it, thinking like. Well, how, did, how does somebody know this? Is it just an obscure thing? But then apparently, like, everybody it's knows about thing. goats on the roof. Everybody yeah. knows in that area. It's yeah. a thing. I've been there. Yeah. I've, been I've there. driven by it. Yeah. I've eaten, like, cheese and crackers and, like, um, you know, meats there. Like, I've had p- picnics there. Mm. But you know what? I don't know if I, I said this before, but I totally understand why Dave had to look. Like, I've taught, like, English language learners um, in the past, like, for, like, 10, 20 years. Like, I was an ESL tutor. I have my teaching ESL certificate from UBC when you learn a second language um it's it's very easy to regurgitate what you've been told like Mm -hmm. even with French I took French until grade 12 from grade 4 to grade 12 I can regurgitate everything I've learned in the classroom but I can't create my own words yeah so like for someone who's not a native English speaker to get goats on a roof it's very difficult like I wouldn't have been able to get that in Russian or in Italian or like in another language so I understand why he cheated because there's no way he would have gotten that yeah. like no way and like not only is it difficult for a native English speaker but it's like a hundred times harder for a non-native speaker you know what I mean mm-hmm. so like I can understand why he did what he did to survive you know um, but that also happened didn't it happen with like Brenton Sean like with that number thing yeah, well, like, it's on happened the, on the several yeah. seasons. Like, no, yeah, yeah. Enough times, even just on the American version, that we kind of joked, it's like, this isn't something new. Like, <laughs> this is almost yeah. like Amazing yeah. Race 101 here. <laughs> yeah. So it was interesting. Yeah, we had very, this season was so crazy. And it was mm-hmm. so entertaining. And, like, it was so different from our season. Like, when I talked to other racers from our season, comparing it to this season, they're like, yeah, it's, like, so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. I didn't you um one... Oh, go ahead, Rossi. One thing I'm curious about now that we got mm-hmm. it going, I'm curious. How did you feel now that you your first full season since you've been on the show? Yeah. yeah. How does it feel now? It feels like... It, let me think. It's like... I mean, I was definitely excited to watch it this time because you notice different things. Like, once you've been a racer and... And it's like, oh, like that's happening, right? And then, and then, so you kind of clue in, or, or you just like watch the dynamics of the different teams. So it's it's different when you've actually raced it now. And then as it got, as it progressed, it made us, well, at least me for sure, like think through, oh, what was it like when we were in the, that first episode, or the second, or the third, or whatever, like. Um, and then, yeah, you just kind of live it as if you're with the racer and I mean we all it's called like once you get once you're a racer you're part of the Amazing Race Canada family so we all pretty much added each other to social media so we've chatted with a number of the racers I think my sister mentioned it last time too so it's it's like we have that extra connection with everybody because we know how it feels uh we know how emotional it is it's like the craziest thing I said it's the most intense thing I've ever done in my life and in four different ways, like mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually, like it, it's all those four things. And um, like even the producers who who produced the race, like all these seasons, like seven seasons, or even the camera crew, all these seasons, they say they'll never know what it's like to be a racer because they know they're gonna keep going, right? Every leg of the race, whereas 
we we never know, right? Yeah. So it's like, uh, and I mean, uh, the other part of that is, you know, like we apply, like uh, for us at least, our deadline was November 30th, and then, you know, the, the race um, films in the spring. So that's like months, right? So, you know, you put all this effort to get on the show, like thousands of people apply and only 10 get picked. So it's a lot, it's hard to be the one to get picked, right? So you put in all that effort and you don't want to be that first one out you you want to keep going because it's like I call it it's like a roller coaster and it's the best roller coaster that you've ever going to be on in your life because there's so many highs and lows and everything <laughs> and you just never want that ride to stop um, so I knew I mean I don't know if you remember for me but I cried on national TV when when I knew we were going to get out because mm-hmm. I was like it's over right like, yeah it's like uh, it's so fun, close like, this is so much fun yeah it was actually very close like near the end and then um, yeah but I mean it's just it's like it's a race it was a game and it was fun to do and uh but yeah in in the moment because that's all you know like that whole period of time that you're filming that race that's all you know because you have no contact like i you know i have my wife and my daughter like like i had no direct contact with them mm-hmm. like they knew i was alive i knew they were alive and that was kind of the extent right of like <laughs> what we knew right we weren't allowed to reach out to them or anything like that um so the you know um when they show that video right later on if you do get that far like i was crying from just seeing my daughter because mm-hmm. i hadn't seen her for for that period of time and then uh and she looked older and bigger and then um yeah it's just like if if i knew that my wife wasn't gonna give me the next clue i would have fallen down and cried on the ground <laughs> or something like that but uh yeah i had to hold it together to make sure i heard where where we had to go next now, for Martina, I mean, mm-hmm. you yeah. you weren't even watching the show before being on it, so this is really your first experience <laughs> of of actually seeing a show start to finish. Like, did you did you find this different? Did you watch this as a fan this time, or were you like, oh, I got I got to pick this apart. I got to see. Oh, this is what I would have done. Like, how did it go for you? I got some anxiety and PTSD while watching it. I'm like, I'm then like, I remember like some of the challenges. Oh heck, no, I can't do that. And my brother's like, "What are you talking? What are you talking about? Arthie's smaller than you. And if she could do it, you could do it." I'm like, "You're right. If Arthie could do it, I could do it. You're right. You're right." And you know, it's almost like it was a dream. Like it feels like it was so long ago. And then I can't believe we were on ten out of eleven episodes. I I literally thought we'd get kicked out in the first three episodes like three legs and i just i'm just so thankful that we got to go on it i didn't cry on national tv because i don't think it hit me until like a few hours later mm. and then i cried in the hotel i'm like oh my god it is over but like, <laughs> I think that was like so go 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 like it didn't really hit me that it was over i'm like oh it's over like and then that's when i cried i, I bawled my eyes out back in the hotel room but it was like a few hours after we had checked into the pit stop Mm -hmm. so i think for me it was just it was an incredible ride like i couldn't believe that we actually got on never in my life did i think i'd be on the amazing race canada because you know i've never watched Mm -hmm. the show before but i binge watched like season one to five right before and you know we've become friends with like you know i i messaged like hal for like a couple hours and you know we talked about helping like teams and not helping teams and you know i've met i've hung out with like frank and Amy like I went to um, Frankie's uh, I think her 30th wedding anniversary or something and then yeah it's just it's great like Dylan was just in town we had dinner with Dylan like a yeah. week or two ago and 
We talked to Melissa about, stayed over with you before. Yeah, Melissa oh. slept over. <laughs> I remember you did. On my air mattress. Sleepover party. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, you know, it's just it's just so incredible that we got. And we met up with Courtney, uh, like, Cop Courtney in Vancouver. Yeah. And all the other Vancouver races, actually. We had, like, a little mini reunion last uh, yeah. fall. Yeah. So we got to see a bunch of the other racers. Uh, like Simeon OP2, like I invited them over to to my house for one of the yeah, viewing parties sunshine, that we had. Sunshine, sunshine. Yeah, I love and, them. And Rob too. Yeah, we had like, yeah, anybody who was from Vancouver, we just invited them over. Mm. And, uh, yeah. And then when we were in Toronto filming the Dempsters, like Taste of the Race, we met up with all the Toronto people. Like Ivana yeah. was there, Leanne, Joseph. Um, I can't remember everybody. But Brent and Sean. Brent yeah. and Sean were there, and like yeah. it was just so good to see them in real life. Like I've seen Brent mm. and Sean on TV, but it was like so cool to see on real life, and it was just I don't know, it was so awesome. And this season was like so like intense, and it was like so much drama and like edge of your seat, and like there was like so much like conflict. So it was like it was very exciting. It was mm. very exciting. Yeah, our season, I think we were a lot more. Um, consider it i guess because we're the heroes edition yeah so there wasn't that much um scrappy like meanness or drama um, yeah there wasn't that much drama but i think dave and arena their drama although it caused a lot of anger with a lot of comedians, <laughs> but it made for great tv it was highly entertaining mm-hmm. yeah yeah mm-hmm. i guess mm-hmm. an interesting thing on the heroes edition i can't even remember if we talked about this before but did that yeah. make you knowing that it was the hero's edition did that make you more conscious of you know let's let's you know use the code word yellow or stuff like that you're like oh i gotta make sure to represent them a hero here <laughs> no i think we would have said that regardless if it was a theme season or not mm. you just want to keep like progressing and and just like figure out what's going to help your team keep moving forward right so we knew that was going to help us uh, yeah. If, if yeah. we could talk really quickly about Anthony and James, I mean, they're obviously the winners now. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I remember a couple of episodes ago, you know, they had sort of grouped themselves in with Dave and Arena and Arthi and Thinesh. There was like a conversation on Train yeah. Line where they're like, you know, these yeah. are the top yeah. three teams right here. And I remember the time thinking like, Anthony and James are the top three teams? And I, I think if you go back and you look at their performance, you know, the yeah. first half of the race, they really did struggle a lot. It's like they just came into their own halfway through. And the last yeah. few weeks, I mean, this episode, it's not like they had an advantage necessarily in any of these things. They just seem to dominate. I mean, even the one challenge, which oh, I wish that if I had any challenge in any Amazing Race ever that I would want to do, it's that little, whatever you would call that water thing. Uh, the, the water flying thing. Yes, I would die yeah. to do that. And I always wanted to do that so too. Cool. Like I really I have, like I've seen it in Hawaii and I was like, oh, maybe I could do that. Mm-hmm. They, I, I like they, they had to do it a couple of times, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. but I think it was on their first attempt. Like, oh, I'm not going to be very good at this, and they get like up and they get the beanbag in right away. But then they're just sorry that yeah. wasn't high Too enough. Short. Like, yeah, yeah, but like I think no. they did like four attempts versus you know Lauren and Joanne, who I think they were on 18 attempts. Like, what do you think oh, it was wow. for Anthony and James where it just clicked halfway through the season? And then, particularly in the last episode, where they're just they're other than one screw that they missed, they didn't seem to struggle at yeah. all. Oh yeah, I think you keep learning throughout the race. Like I know my sister and I, like after every leg, like we would, I mean, she would sleep first, and then after she woke up, <laughs> we would then like debrief and say, "What did we learn?" And we always learned something new, like something brand new, like each leg of the race. So I'm guessing like Anthony and James must have done that because. 
yeah, I'm, I'm looking at their stats, and they're like six, six, third, six, mm-hmm. and then they started to get better after that second, first, second, like things like that. So, um, like I think that really helps, and the fact that they're a couple, like and they, and it, like from what we saw on TV, they communicated very well together, right? Mm-hmm. I think they understood yeah. each other really well, and and you need that, you need that trust, and you need to know that your teammates always on your side because if you ever feel isolated, like like that's it right like you just um you can't keep moving forward like that so i think they kept learning was one thing and then um yeah i think by the end they just got stronger yeah and you're right they weren't that strong at the beginning like i remember i i've listened to your podcast too and i remember you saying that you know they they haven't been that strong right but mm-hmm. um but i think they have enough complementary skills too because I mean, you saw Anthony, he just powered through that uh, giant uh, lawn chair thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he just took over for that. And then James did well with that hovercraft kind of thing. Yeah. Like, like that was really cool. And, and the thing is, I wouldn't always count the number of attempts to show how much time, because you could keep practicing and practicing and then do one attempt. Mm-hmm. And that might take a, a very long time versus somebody who just keeps going back and, back and forth all the time. Right. Um, yeah, so it's just something that, uh, like, you just actually don't know how much time elapsed. But the fact that I think at that challenge too, that water one, I think there must have been a camera shot and it showed all three teams together. Like, then you obviously know, like, it's it's really close, right? In, mm-hmm. in that perspective. So, um, yeah, I was yeah. trying to yeah, get was... a feel for like, is somebody ahead? But yeah, when because uh, it was a roadblock and we saw the three who weren't doing the roadblock all like, oh, look who's going next, and like, well, this really is tight. Which, again, yeah. even just with the separation that would come later, like, they get to the Christmas Village, and, you know, it's, okay, yeah. you're going to find this candy cane. And, like, I think uh, Lauren or Joanne was just like, oh, can I see a candy cane? They got it on the first try. You know, like, sometimes yeah. it's luck of the draw. Yeah. But then sometimes yeah. it's, okay, how good is your balance? You know, can you get through this challenge? Or what's your struggle? Yeah. I mean, Anthony... I, I don't know if we can count the amount of times he actually fell flat on his face doing simple challenges in this season. You know, yeah. the, it was in the irrigation one where he was carrying it and he fell in the hole. <laughs> oh. He slipped uh, grabbing or looking for those, what was it? They were like smelling things. Some herbs, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the herb shot. Yeah. That was like just last the, oh. the slippery. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, but they're both very smart. Like one's a doctor, yeah. and like the yeah, fact James that you're a doctor, doctor, you have to be pretty smart to mm-hmm. do that. And like they're very complimentary, and you know, I think I think that was like a really great thing for them. And they kind of fell into their groove midway through the race. Mm-hmm. And once mm-hmm. you have that groove, it just gets so much easier. A lot of it has to do with like your skill and your determination, and a bit of luck. Like, mm-hmm. totally a bit of luck. Like, Hal mm-hmm. was mentioning that when he was talking on the podcast. And I totally agree with him. Some of it's just, like, dumb luck. But a lot of it is, like, skill and determination. Like, not wanting to give up and really following through. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. um, the, the the smartest thing I, that uh, I heard, and it wasn't even Hal saying these are my words. You know, yeah. he was mentioning something that a producer had told him. I don't even remember if yeah. this one made the air or not. Again, like I talked to him for quite a while afterwards. I'm like, mm-hmm. so, yeah. I can't keep track of my head. But he said that uh, somebody told him, you can walk this race and still mm-hmm. win it. And like yeah, Anthony so and James, yeah, they like, told that to everybody. Yeah. But it's like, it's totally true when you see a team like Anthony and James, they're up against basically future Olympians. And then even Lauren yeah. and Joanne, like athletes. And yeah. they they wouldn't call themselves athletes at any point, you know, and like they're falling into holes and doing this and that. I'm but not it is, athletic. 
Yeah, there yeah. you go. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we made it to 10 by 8. Yeah. Yeah. How is that possible? Yeah. I still can't believe we were on 10 out of 11 episodes. Like, mm-hmm. how did how did we do that? I don't know. But, like, I should You did more episodes more like of Taste of the Race than you did of The Amazing Race, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You made yeah, it to we the survived end. 11 so episodes of Taste oh of the God, Race. Oh, my God. I love Taste of the Race. That was, like... So, like it was my dream to go to be on a cooking show and it was my brother's dream to be on amazing race mm-hmm. so we helped each other fulfill mm-hmm. each other's dreams mm-hmm. like i was so like i was so happy to be on that dempster's like taste of the race like it was my element i was having so much fun there, but then phil was beating me i'm like what is happening i was freaking <laughs> out i was stressing out and he's like she was really stressing out it yeah, was yeah she's like yeah if you i'm like i Feel like if you didn't win you would have started crying on tv i'm like, <laughs> like no, i needed to win i needed to win just to save face, uh, save face yeah she she kind of yeah they're yeah, halfway through i was like oh my gosh where did my fun loving sister go <laughs> well, <laughs> i became let, like competitive let's yeah. just uh, phil rossi in here because again it wasn't available oh, uh, outside of canada but I was kind of giving him, like, play-by-play each week. And sadly, I wasn't able to get a video to him. I'll still show it to him because I know Rossi needs oh. to see this. But uh, halfway through the season, I mean, Phil was running away with this. <laughs> like, completely mm-hmm. running I know, away. He was beating me. Yeah. I-, I uploaded some of the videos on my YouTube channel, Martina SEO. Oh, there you go, then, Rossi. But... You can see it. Yeah, but then it's really crappy I don't know how to do it. So, like, what I do is I play it on my iPhone and then I would just screen record it. Mm-hmm. So, the audio is not so great because, like, I, my, my apartment's right in front of a bus stop <laughs> and my corner's like a loud traffic section. Like, I can't hear the traffic, but then, like, when I play it back, I'm like, oh, I can totally hear traffic. And then Beamer's barking in the background. So, like, but I did record some of the episodes. So, you can watch it, Rossi, on my uh, YouTube channel. He's probably <laughs> watching it right now, right? I hope yeah. it up. He did pull it up. Oh, there you go. It up. You're so fast. <laughs> let's yeah, give yeah. let's give Rossi a minute to catch up. <laughs> let's give Rossi a minute to catch up on an episode. Um, yeah. we'll just just quickly talking about taste of the race. I mean, Phil, how experienced were you with cooking going into this? <laughs> and so I'll give you a behind the scenes snapshot of this. So we were uh, like we filmed it right in a studio in uh, in Toronto. And we had five days to film the 11 episodes. We knew we had to film all, all, all of it in that five days. That first episode, that is about six minutes total, it took us nine hours <laughs> to film that first episode. <laughs> it was like that full Monday. And then at the end of the day, you know, we're just exhausted. It was like, how are we going to finish 11 by Friday? Like, this is just kind of crazy, right? So... I just was like, oh my gosh. And do you know why? That first episode, we we had to make uh, hamburger patties, basically. Oh, yeah. Um, and then they literally didn't know how bad I was and that it would take me like 12 minutes to peel and chop an onion. And none of that is exciting to watch, you know? Like, it took me eight minutes just to figure out how to peel it and then four minutes to chop it up. And, and that's just like, everybody's dying inside because they're like, why is this guy so slow? So <laughs> the next day they realized they should just pre-chop everything. <laughs> so we had everything in little bowls and we could just dump it into the, the, the recipe yeah. bowl. So that made everything a lot faster. Yeah. And w- yeah. at what point did you hit your groove? I think I got my groove on, like, um, maybe after, I forget, maybe three, four episodes in, like, 
because I, I started to YouTube a little bit about presentation because <laughs> I've only really cooked the last three years uh, just before my daughter was born. I'm like, I need to learn how to cook. I'm going to have a kid, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so then I just started cooking that way, but I never really needed to pay attention to presentation, but except for now I'm on the show and presentation is important because it, it gives some points, right? So mm-hmm. I would YouTube and then I'd learned like the whole like, um, like how to add like, I guess like, I don't know, like accents to the plate so it looks a lot prettier like or like smear, how to, the, blob the smear the yeah the blob I actually yeah. got really good at that I think one of my best one was that um what was it the french toast uh yeah. bagels like I thought mm. mine looked like it could be restaurant quality I was like wow <laughs> like I actually had that built a lot beautiful. of confidence from that one yeah that was beautiful but yeah. the only problem was he kept on flipping it too much okay so the middle okay was cooked, <laughs> but the outside was <sighs> great I it looks so good. good. I don't. I can't diet. believe she didn't. Yeah. With the so we are very truthful beautiful. about giving points for taste. Like I'll, I'll say yeah. that. Like I wonder that. Out. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure people. Beautiful. My wife wondered it too. She asked me after, but I'm like, no. Like I would be honest. Like if it tasted good, and I mean, it, I don't want her to win either. But like I give her the point. <laughs> but if it tasted bad, and I know she's gonna get really pissed off at me, I won't give her the point. There's integrity yeah. in this, right? Yeah, we're so. we're honest people. Yeah. Well, there there had to yeah. have been some bonus points too when it comes to presentation because like i mean if if your experience in cooking is cooking for a toddler i mean let's be honest presentation <laughs> is i'll smear ketchup on yeah. it regardless of what it is so <laughs> that's presentation yeah, yeah exactly yeah yeah, I, yeah you got go better like when when we started doing it he wasn't so great but he actually got better he improved a lot yeah so i was very proud of you mm-hmm. now even that the Did... finale one with the poached egg like i made one poached egg before in my life and uh and then so this was the second time i've ever done it and it was like it was like perfect i was like oh, yes i destroyed like... mine yeah you did the, yeah, martina though did, did you improve as you went along too or did phil start to slip a little bit because like his lead was like astronomical mm. halfway through mm-hmm. i know what the heck <laughs> but i don't know i think i got I don't know if I got better or he slipped, but I just became super like, oh my gosh, I have to win, I have to win, so I have to up my game. Um, There was a time I actually burnt myself. I stuck my hand in the toaster oven without, (laughs) and then, but then it didn't air. And they're like, are you okay, Marty? I'm like, and then like the whole crew like kind of flinched. I'm like, just keep filming! (laughs) And then like, it was so weird. I think it was the adrenaline. I just couldn't feel the pain. But then after we had shot it, they're like, are you okay? Because like, that looked horrible. I'm like, I burn myself all the time at work. I'm fine. I'm fine. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm not that fine. But like, yeah, I literally like burnt like like not a lot, but I definitely burnt myself. But I'm like, no, just keep filming. I have to win. But it was it was kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. I think she just got so stressed out. She had she like upped her game. <laughs> I think she I, thought adrenaline. I mean, she she really. It was kind of like I was um, the puppy dog, where like she thought I was in a threat. Right, mm-hmm. so it's like, oh, Phil, oh, Phil got a couple points. Oh, good for him. Oh, he got a couple more, and then like halfway through, he's like, oh my god, I'm gonna like lose this thing if I don't like up my game. <laughs> so I think that's when she realized like her stress level maxed out. I remember a specific day and time when her stress level maxed <laughs> no, out. I was like, what? Whoa. I asked for coffee. I got so much coffee that day. I had like six <laughs> special shots. I was so high on caffeine that day. I was like, wow. 
You don't put it need... in pers- put it in perspective. Like, what is your level uh, caffeine intake right now? So we can get an idea of how <laughs> excitable you might have been. I only get I only drink like one or two cups of coffee each morning for work. But then I had six shots, so like I was like super like caffeinated. <laughs> like I thought there was only one shot per coffee, but there was two shots in each coffee. So when I had three coffees, I only thought I had three shots of caffeine, but it was like it was six. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. yeah. But it any, was so much fun. Yeah. Any chance oh, yeah. of Phil, you know, coming in as a guest instructor for one of your classes one of these days? Yeah. I would love yeah. that. Phil, come yeah. in. Yeah, okay, sure. In my classroom. Yeah, I'd be down for that. Yeah, Rossi, yeah. which yeah, one I'll are come. you watching right now? Um, I moved on from one to two. <laughs> He's on the second oh. <laughs> episode already. Wow. Well, so fast. I mean, I can't really hear it over your conversation, yeah. but... Yeah, you get I'm the gist of it. it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then yeah. Oh, and then oh, what was I going to tell you? Oh, so we had parent teacher night last week on Thursday, mm. and like usually, like I barely get any parents. Like I'll get like five parents the whole night, because like fifty or like a hundred of them, they all go to the math teachers or English teachers or like the social studies teachers. They never come see me because I'm an elective. Like I teach home economics. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, I've never had so many parents come in. And take selfies with me. They're like, we watched you all summer last year. I have one kid that's in elementary school wants you like wants you to be like her teacher next year, but she's so scared that you're gonna become famous and leave teaching, and like she won't be able to be your student. I'm like, what are you talking about? What? No, I have a 25 year mortgage. Like, I need this job. I'm not leaving anytime soon. Don't worry, I'll teach your like kid next year. But they're like, yeah, we had so much fun. My sister's a fan. I'm like, wow, like. They were like, like the parents were fangirling me. And I was like, so I took photos with like parents. I'm like, well, this is like the best attendance I've ever had. Like mm. in previous years, they're like, oh, we gave your table away because no parents signed up to see you this year. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to go home and watch TV then. Like, or like, I, I think my first year of teaching, I'd be like, I baked cookies. I cl- cleaned up and decorated my room, waited for parents. They never came. Like no one came like those two hours. I'm like. So I started giving cookies in the hallway. And I'm like, but then this year, there's so many parents because of Amazing Race Canada. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd say, like, like two cool things about the race was, the first one was, like, actually doing the race, right, itself. Because you're in the moment, you're like, this is your life, and you're running this race. And then the second cool thing was, like, sharing it with everybody across the country and mm-hmm. um, just showing everybody. Because... I mean, I was very secretive about where we went, and I, I wouldn't say it at all. So, you know, once it, it aired that, hey, next week they're going to Indonesia, I was like, yep, we're in Indonesia this year, yeah. <laughs> right? So it was just cool to, like, reveal it, like, each week, like, what happened. And it's like, yeah, we got U-turned, but we survived, right? Like, things like that. Like, it was, it was just really cool. Well, I guess cool. w- one thing that uh... – some fans have expressed disappointment with it. Well, it seems to be split. A lot of people are for it. A lot of people are against it. Is just the fact that this being the first time since season one where there's no international legs. I mean, you guys got to do international yeah. legs. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that should be a part of Amazing Race Canada? Do you, what At what point also do you think that you know maybe they're just going to run out of – they'll never really run out of places to go in Canada, but do you feel like mm-hmm. you need a little bit of that international flavor just to keep it fresh? Yeah. I... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean I grew up watching the American one, right? And they only they, they go out, right? Except for mm-hmm. the first and the last episode. So that's what I just got used to. So and I mean I was 
pretty excited when we got the chance to go out and uh, we wanted one of our goals we had goals like from before the race started and one of our goals was to make it to an international uh, location so um, that was definitely like something on our list but what we heard from the producers were the the episodes that had a Canadian city they actually had higher ratings hmm. than the ones that were international it's because Canadians want to see the rest of Canada like um, that was kind of the rationale and it's like oh I mean it makes sense I guess like if I mean, Canada's so big, right? So you just haven't seen all of it. But, uh, but yeah, I, but with that said, like, for me personally, like, I, I love traveling. I've been to 42 countries now around the world. So, um, yeah, it's something that I love to do. And, and I think um, it was part of the highlights for, for me, at least, on, on the race. What about you, Martina? Oh, yeah, I love traveling. Like, I love going out of the country. I can totally understand being in Canada, but the time, that we went to Indonesia and Mexico like I had so much fun with the telenovela I kind of sucked at the highlight I love painting my brother's face you know Indonesia was so much fun like we've been to Asia but we've not necessarily been to Indonesia but like the durians cut my arms I was bleeding but it was Mm. exciting I'm very thankful I did not fall into the dirty water and my brother like kicked butt like with like the hand dance we were a u-turn so but luckily I know how to sew and yeah I just it was just so exciting to leave Jet lag was brutal, though. Like, I have to admit, like, the jet lag really got to me. But it was so much fun to, like, leave the country. So hopefully next season they'll be able to, like, take, like, legs out of the country again. Yeah, even us trying to find that, uh, the sewing challenge, it was probably only, like, a three-minute jog away from where we were. But it took us 20 minutes. Because we were just <laughs> we were given so random, like we were given directions. They just say, like, "Oh, go, go this way, go this way," and then so we would, but you don't know exactly what you're looking for, right? So we'd look, and then we couldn't find it. We had to ask another person. Is that? Oh no, no, no! Go back, go back, go back, and then so we go back, and then um, in the end, it was just like this big mall, and it said um, basically go to. We read it, and it said go to the fourth floor of this mall. So we would go to the fourth floor. We run around the that floor. We're like oh my gosh, like, there's no challenge here. This doesn't make sense. Like, this was the building everybody pointed to. This is the fourth floor, but there's no, like, sewing challenge. And then when we looked at the clue again, it said, go to uh, 4F. And then we realized that some countries, like in Asia, the first floor is considered zero. Mm. So we actually had to go to what we would consider the fifth floor. So we went up one more level, and, like, there was a... The challenge. So you wouldn't face those kind of things if if you could speak the same language, yeah. right? So um, yeah. it, it definitely has a different element to it than if you were just like say in Canada, where you could Rossi. just speak the language. Rossi, you got to weigh in on this one because uh, I don't even know if we've discussed yeah. it that much. Uh, do you think that they need the international legs here? Because I guess part of it is like you don't see like what you were saying, Phil. We don't see Canada that often on the U.S. Amazing Race. And I, I kind of made a point. Yeah. You know, some of the people were complaining, saying like, oh, we've seen Canada over and over again. I'm like, we've seen Spain over and over again now at this point, 31 U.S. Mm. seasons. You know, we've seen Finland <laughs> and Switzerland over and over again. But Canada, even on the U.S. version, hasn't been seen that much. Like, do you consider it fresh, mm-hmm. Rossi, or do you still want those international ones as somebody from outside Canada? Um, you know, when you first – the first initial appeal of the Amazing Race Canada was like they're doing the Amazing Race Canada in Canada. Like that was yeah. kind of the huge appeal of what the show was for for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once they started going, I was like, oh, I can't imagine them not doing it. 
But yeah. since they didn't do it, I was like, I wasn't mad about it because I think we saw so many you know, crazy things like new places. They went to Saskatchewan. They did this. They, yeah. they just did so many new stuff that I, at least from my perspective, it felt like different countries almost. <laughs> so like it yeah. felt fresh at least this season, but it felt, it felt yeah. fine. Like, I, I mean, I'm not too bothered by it, but I don't live there. So who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Do you, you know, what's interesting is uh, that theory about the, the ratings not being as high. I'm just looking at your guys season, uh, the Indonesia yeah. leg, there was a drop in the ratings, not like huge. Um, yeah. you know, the show was number one every single week, so it's not like it yeah. ever lost position. Yeah. But for yeah. the Mexico leg, uh, it went from about 1.9 million viewers to 1.7, and then immediately after Ooh. coming back to Canada, jumped back up to 1.9. So yeah. it is true. That, I mean, the, you, yeah. you don't have a huge drop, but the Canadian episodes are high rated. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't know until they told us. And I think the actual, like, city or town, they all watch it because they want to see, is my house in it? Is, like, is my dog in it? Like, is my sister or my cousin or my aunt or uncle going to be in it? Like, where did they go in my town? Like, or I saw them running around. Or maybe, like, later that night when they went to the pub, they ran into some of our crew. And, like, Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, we got to see what they were talking about, like from that mm-hmm. night that we met them at the pub yeah oh that's yeah. i mean that's so, true because i mean amazing race had been to winnipeg before and it's not like winnipeg isn't a city that i can see in other movies or tv shows or whatever yeah. but i remember in the episode when you guys were doing the skip the dishes i think you yeah. delivered to an apartment building and i'm like wait a second that's about a five minute walk from my old apartment like <laughs> i live oh, yeah. like you know a block away yeah. from there and it's cool yeah. to watch that you know i, I mean ross yeah. the amazing race i think we talked about this before it's never really come that close to wherever you've lived before right Oh. No, but I mean, the U.S. is very big. So there's a <laughs> not even the a family edition. <laughs> yeah, there's not many places they could go where I'm like, oh, I've, I know exactly where they are. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. Unless I'm in L.A., I guess. Yeah. But not not even like speculating whether it would happen or not, you know, because um, well, mm-hmm. I guess everybody is speculating at this point. But if there were to be an All Star season, and you guys yes. would be obvious choices to come back. And they oh, had an international. <laughs> I think it's going to happen. That's just my guess. But um, if they were to do an international leg, like what's the country? Well, I guess a in Canada where mm-hmm. you would love to go again, and then what country would you love to see again? Or are you t- too afraid to say because like, well, they're not going to include it now that I said it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think they're just going to come up with whatever they want to come up with. I, I would love to go to uh, Newfoundland because I've never been there. And it's on the opposite side of the of the mm. of Canada from us in Vancouver. Um, I think that'd be really cool to to go out there and do something new fee, so that'd be fun. Um, in terms of around the world, I don't know, Nuna, where would you want to go? Well, I haven't. I've only been to France and Europe, so I'd like to just go all over Europe. Like I've never been to Italy or Spain. I've never been to Germany. Like I would love to just like if I had the money, I'd like to just go for a year to Europe. And just like live there, like live in each country for like a month or something, and hit live in twelve countries in, tw- like if, in twelve months. If you had like a quarter of a million dollars or something, <laughs> <laughs> if we won the race, yeah, that's what she'd be doing right yeah. now. She'd be calling yeah, you from like do. from the south of Spain or <laughs> something, Italy or like yeah. in Greece or like Mykonos. But you know what yeah. I would love to do? That would be like my dream. Would be like to travel and then volunteer, like where I'm traveling to, and yeah. travel and volunteer, like. I had won a trip to Korea um, through the Korean like government to learn about Korean history and culture because I'm a Korean born outside of Korea and they wanted um, like 
like second generation Koreans to come and learn about their history and their country. And because I had won that trip to go to Korea, um, I Googled and researched an orphanage. My friend helped me find this orphanage in Korea. And I just like literally just spent the day at this orphanage, feeding them, playing with them, singing to them, and just spending the day with them. Because the government had paid me to come to the country, and accommodations, airfare, all included. And I thought, oh, I should give back. So if I if I was if I was to win Amazing Race Canada, I would love to travel and just volunteer to where I've traveled to. And just mm. to give back to that country, just to make a positive impact. Yeah. I would let's, love that. Let's uh before we kind of wrap everything up here, let's mm-hmm. run through the scenario of if you were on this season and in the final leg, and Rossi, you participate yes. as well. Mm. I'm just curious yes. to know how you think you would rank yourself in the challenges we saw for this finale. So first of all, this, this is always fun to ask because it seems like anybody who's on the amazing race plays this in their mind about if I'm in the finale and they have some form of trivia, you know, however they test it, if it's the, the, the provincial flowers or whatever, and this time it ended up being just, you know, this leg, like a game show. How do you think you guys would have done that? Did did you collect a lot of information when you're on your, your, uh, your season? I memorized everything. <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah, literally he did. Like, yeah. he would make me study every night, even when I didn't want to. He's like, okay, leg one, what did we do? Leg two, what did we do? Yeah. Leg three, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Like, we, we wrote everything out, and we actually charted it on the bed. Mm. Uh, for each leg. Don't give away like, everything. <laughs> no, not everything. I'm yeah, just but like, but yeah. no. Like, but yeah, we, we, we nerded out. I admit it, we totally nerded out. And yeah, I, I made my sister, I forced my sister to study it. And uh, yeah, I feel like we'd be in good shape if we had one of those. And it's just the, like, I just wanted to try, like, just mm-hmm. try it, right? Like, that's the, that's the ultimate, that's the end leg, right? And that's like, you know, that's the biggest part of that finale, right? Mm-hmm. The, like, looking back at the whole season. So um, it would have been fun to try. And I, I think we would have done all right, like, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Rossi? <laughs> would you be a memory guy? How would how was your note taking? Like, I would have been okay. Like I would have taken the notes. I would have been fine. That after hearing what they had prepared, <laughs> I probably I been in there for hours. <laughs> I always think about like you know I could do the amazing race, and then I hear what the contestants say. Oh, this is what I did, and I'm like, oh, I'm not nearly prepared enough if I'm going <laughs> on this thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my brain hurt so much by the end. Like, once we were out, I was like, I never want to make another decision in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Just, like, so many micro decisions that you're making that affect your whole race, right? I never want to run again. You didn't want to run again. (laughs) Did did my sister tell you she lost 10 pounds on the race? No, she She did tell us that she hid weights in a gym, though. (laughs) Yeah, because she didn't want to work out before. do it. Yeah, no, she lost weight and she kept it off. She she like has yeah, she has a healthier now. lifestyle now. Yeah, yeah I'm very my proud arm, of my sister. My arm too was massaging me when I got back from the amazing race. She's like, "Wow, your back is super muscular." I'm like, "Yeah, I climbed an 80 foot pole." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, it better be strong." Like I was like holding on for dear life for like an hour or something. Yeah, that's like, a solid workout. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Speaking like, wow, of, people, yeah. Speaking of solid workouts, I think we touched on this earlier. You know, 
I think everybody's <laughs> on board. They would want to try this. At least I think we are. But how yeah. do you think you actually would have done as a first-time person doing the water hover boot thing, whatever that is? I think it's harder than it looks. Like, I mean, Sam's an Olympic athlete, and he was face planting, so like, mm-hmm. I think it is definitely hard. I've um, I've done something where you're in this like big glass tube and like air blows up from the bottom so you can kind of fly mm-hmm. like you have an instructor in there but like I don't know if you've seen one of those but so I've done something like that and and like every little movement will like make you turn or whatever so and it was like really hard so I think it would definitely have taken me a while but um, I think yeah I mean in the end I mean everybody got it so I, I think yeah we would have got I think it too. Phil would have done a better job than me because he has really good balance. He does like hockey and stuff, and like mm-hmm. we both like ski and and skate. But I think for me, I think Phil would have done a better job with the water challenge than me. But I don't know. Like maybe I might have lucked out and just gotten it on my first try or like a few first a few tries. But mm-hmm. you know, I love water. I love swimming, but um, I wouldn't say my my core is very good or it's oh decent. I guess it's okay. But I don't have like the best balance. I think Phil would have done great on it. Yeah. Yeah, I would have rocked it. Yeah. We would have rocked it. Got like, first. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, uh... Rossi, would you have rocked it? This is probably the one challenge I felt like I could have somewhat managed. Um, I couldn't have done the the, the latter two that are going to come up with the 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 farming thing and the all that stuff. Like I wouldn't have been able to do that. I feel like this is the most. Up my alley just balance and hold still yeah <laughs> um well let's i guess finish it off with the irrigation one which i think yeah. for me on paper sort of seem it's it's almost like the apple challenge in the previous one you're like really this is mm. what the climax of your episode is but then you watch it and you're like it's incredibly complicated they're hauling yeah. these giant like i don't know like 50 foot long pieces of mm-hmm. you know pipe, pipe across thing. field yeah. with, you know, holes and stuff uh, yeah. How does everybody think they would have gone on that one? Uh, I think we would have gotten it because it was similar to the potato challenge. Like we had to like really look at like and like building the car door. It was all about like matching the puzzle pieces and making sure that each pipe was correct. Because I think they kind of alternated from what I saw on the show, mm. and like you had to get the right pieces in order, or the water wouldn't work. But I think mm-hmm. me and Phil would have been able to figure that out. Like, because I'm kind of, yeah. I would have noticed that probably. I hope I, think, I would have. Yeah, for me, like, I'm definitely the type of person who, like, I'll look at it and I'll look at it more before I start. And I mean, that's sometimes not a good thing for sure. But I think for something as big as this, you you definitely need to plan it out in advance and know, you know, which direction the piping needs to go. And and then just like lay it out and then connect them right and um, even connecting as you go I think that's what uh, Sarah and Sam did because then you know right like these are the right pieces that fit together whereas Anthony and James I think one of theirs was kind of inversed and then it made everything else like out of line right so mm-hmm. um, you just have to really see it through spatially and then and then just execute it so I think it would have taken us a while though just because. They looked heavy and long, and I don't know how fast yeah. we could have motored through that. So I'm that would have been strong. like, yeah. So I think we would have struggled that way. Yeah. So I don't Although, know. We might have been like 
we, we might have fallen behind. It's, it's smarts too though because like the, I think that's one of the areas where Anthony and James really got ahead because everybody was struggling to carry these things and I think it was Anthony who's like no 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 carry it like this and he kind of just had it crossed over him it's like it's not even about how strong you are it's just like how yeah. are you going to hold it the right way yeah yeah yeah. Oh, he knows. He knows. Yeah. And that's he why he's like a winner. The chair. <laughs> yeah. yeah the chair. Oh, yeah. The chair. I, I forgot think, about that. I think Phil could have done the chair because he's built like IKEA furniture for me. So, like, <laughs> I think Phil could have done the chair. Yeah. I would not do well with the chair. Um, I really? I've never built this chair, but like. Uh, I had a friend who was selling his house and he was just sort of looking for things to stage his house. I'd done some landscaping before, so I helped him with landscaping. Yeah. And then his wife was like, I bought like these nice like wooden, you know, uh, outdoor lounge <laughs> chairs. And me and him were trying to put this together. And it, it was not even like Anthony and James, we didn't screw one thing in. We're like, we got like 16 pieces left here. It's like, oh, um, no. it's only for two <laughs> shows. So just nobody sit down. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, you need these pieces, but they're not in there. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is not safe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I think, I mean, it would just be fun. Like, it's just so much fun. Like, just, I always say, like, I mean, this race was made for us. Not that, not meaning made for us, but made for us in terms of, you know, you show up at a challenge and if you have to dress up in a costume, there'd be like a hanger and it'd say Martina and Phil. Like, mm. I mean, they knew our sizes. And so we put on the clothes that you need to. And they, you know, they know all your, your fears and they know all these things about all the racers. So they're, they're curating this race that's made for us, like the 20 of us. So it was such a cool experience that way. Like, it was, like, so fun, I wish right? I could have kept some of the stuff. I wish I could have kept some of the costumes <laughs> that were made for us. Oh, Phil. It would have been fun. Would you have kept your sword from, like... <laughs> from that? Yeah. From Stafford? Yeah. It was slow motion. They slowed it down. I swear. I swear they slowed it down. What do you mean? I would have kept the... The Mexican Julio mustache. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, that I was rocking that one. mustache, I'll tell you. Yeah. Like, I was that definitely was a character. One. Yeah, I liked, I, liked, I liked the telenovela clothes. And yeah. Even though we didn't do the can-can, I liked the can-can outfit for like a Yeah, I wore a dress on national fun. TV too, yes. Yeah, yeah. that would have been fun. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. keep a blueberry pie. No. Oh, you know what? Like that, <laughs> you know, people ask if I ever would eat another one. Like, we, we bought two huge ones for our viewing party that night. And even during the race, that very next day at the airport, I bought uh, blueberry yogurt. So, oh, I, uh, blueberry is crazy. actually my favorite food. And I eat it every single morning. So, I eat my pie and Phil's pie. And so I she ate some of my pie. She had to. Everyone threw up on that challenge. Even the cheerleaders, everyone threw up. But I just had the best acoustics. Uh, Kwame actually ate quite a bit of Dylan's pie too yeah yeah, Kwame stepped up for their team for sure yeah and then Taylor ate some of Courtney's pie and then Adam ate some of Courtney's pie so like yeah Yeah. it all kind of worked it's teamwork you needed teamwork for that one it was a (laughs) lot it was like like two pounds it was huge yeah yeah. And we just ate breakfast, like, before that, like, probably half an hour before we got to that challenge. Oh, you know they would have planned it that way, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, we took a seaplane in the morning, and then, you know, you land, and it's like, eat this two-pound pie. What? Mm-hmm. Why didn't you tell me, like, before? <laughs> <laughs> before I scarfed down a huge breakfast to try to get a seat. <laughs> and yeah. then some people were plane sick from, like, the plane ride, because the plane's quite, oh, like, turbulent and small. Yeah, the yeah. seaplane's small. I've never been on one. That was one of the things on my bucket list to go on a seaplane. 
like, oh my gosh, I'm doing like so many cool things on the Amazing Race Canada, and they're like on yeah. my bucket list. So that was yeah. like kind of cool to go to Mexico yeah. was on my be- bucket list, hmm. and that mm-hmm. was I, I did that on the Amazing Race. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And you would think like I'm like no one's ever gonna date me. Two point two million people in Canada watch me throw up on national TV. <laughs> I'm dating someone. Isn't that incredible? Yeah. Well, hey, so I mean, nice. you were on what yeah. like two months ago or so, and I think you even made a comment of like, oh, dating people who've watched the race hasn't exactly worked out so far. So, no, this I don't think he's even watched it, but he knows. But that there's I was the on secret. It. <laughs> yeah. Find somebody who hasn't he seen you thrown it. up. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> don't let him watch that episode. He might. Yeah, his I mind. sound like a dinosaur, like a T Rex. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. And people have asked me, did they just like? Um, put in sound effects i'm like no that was her because when i heard it on tv again it brought back flashbacks like nightmares yeah. like, oh yeah that was the sound it was yeah. awful it's it all was real. awful it was and all i would her. like throw up and cry i don't know why i was laughing so much like i think i was like delirious <laughs> from like sleep deprivation i thought yeah. it was hilarious like i thought we'd be eating like bats or something or like i don't know like weird food or like yeah, but knowing that we're eating a blueberry pie, and it was such a beautiful blueberry pie, like mm. coming from a home t- teacher, it's like artisan pie. It was like beautifully handcrafted, but um, yeah, it was not a very good ending on that one. Could you guys, off the top of your head, we just kind of have to before we wrap everything up, yeah. we got to do this yeah. taste of the race off the top of your head. If yeah. they say some form of Dempster's blueberry pie, what do you do with that? You both get one idea here. Oh, what would I do with blueberry pie with Dempsters? Like, what would I do with, like, a Dempsters product? Yeah, like, how would you, you know, turn that around to be something Dempsters related? Oh, I'd make, like, a blueberry sauce and then pour it on top and put on, like, bagel French toast or something. Instead uh, I was going to say the same thing, like, like, something with yeah. French toast. <laughs> yeah, or, like, you know, or somehow, yeah, I'd make it into a sauce or I'd make it into... I don't know on the top of it. Yeah, just I'd sauce. make it into an ice cream. Oh, ice cream. oh, see something cream. different. Oh, yeah. nice! I like that. Thinking out of the box or blueberry yeah. tea. Yeah, that's great. I love it. Yeah, yeah, you Rossi. go with it, Phil. That's that's season two. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I was gonna say we can we can award the first point of season two here, Rossi. Who do you give the uh, <laughs> presentation? Award. Yeah, the creativity award to here, Martina or Phil. Um, I'm a breakfast person, so I'm gonna go with uh, Martina. <laughs> what yes! ice cream? Yes! You could never say yes! no to ice cream. Yes, yes. <laughs> or combine them. Oh or yeah, combine them. Actually, yeah. that's the great Maybe idea. Like French toast bagel, like French toast bagel with like sauce and ice cream. Ooh, I like yeah, it. There you go. Ooh, delish. Make it happen. <laughs> Yeah, well, we got to do one thing before we wrap it up here and uh, yes. get your, I guess, overall views on the finale. We kind of give mm-hmm. an official yeah. rating here. Uh, mm-hmm. Buy it. You know, is this like a you know episode you'd recommend anybody to watch? Rent it. You know, it was pretty solid. It was en- enjoyable. Not necessarily something to go out of your way for. Or bin it. It was not so good. It was okay to skip. Uh, feel free to just, whoever wants to go first, do you want to buy it, rent it, or bin it for the finale? I would buy it because it's so nail biting, and like I've watched it five times after like watching it like <laughs> like the first time. My <laughs> sister's a little it. obsessive. <laughs> yeah. and then I just like watch it like like at my desk at lunchtime. Like I'll eat my lunch and I'll just play it on my computer at my desk. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. <laughs> and I'll just watch it over and over again. And she's <laughs> and not lying. Just... <laughs> oh, yeah, I just, yeah, I love watching it. Yeah. And yeah. I project Amazing Race Canada almost like once a day or once a week at school. If there's like extra time at the end of each class, like five minutes. If we finish like five minutes early, I'll just project some Amazing Race stuff like on oh, the nice. screen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I would... I would buy it because it had a great trailer leading into it with uh, Lauren and Joanne like losing their clue. Mm. So that was just like exciting because you just want to see what happens and how they potentially could recover from that. And and then the end they did catch up right at the the water challenge too. Mm-hmm. And then um, the fact they got to do that water hovercraft challenge that I've always wanted to do. So they got to do that and then. And then it was close. Like it was pretty close all the way until the until the end. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I thought it was. Uh, it's got some good drama in there. Well, Martina and Phil, um, this was everything we wanted it to be. Everything we waited all season for. We knew if we were going to close out the season, we had to have our favorite team on here. I'm, I'm sure you yes! both heard the sir, the show before. <laughs> You're aware that myself, Rossi, and even Jared, our other co-host, who sadly couldn't be here today. Uh, yeah. that you guys are our all-time favorite team. Oh, uh, the invitation is open you know, for next season where we should just make this yes. an annual thing. <laughs> Recap yes. the Amazing Race Canada do it, finale. Do it, do it. Yes. Premiere, I mean, hey, Phil, you, you've probably seen the show as much as any of us has. You could just take mm-hmm. over and host next year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me, let me co-host. I'll come in with you. Yeah, no, I love the show. I'm a, I'm a huge fan for sure. Yeah. All right, well, thank yeah. you both for being on here. And again, welcome back anytime. Thank Thanks you. so much. Bye, fans. Thanks, we Colin. We love you. We love you, Colin. <laughs> Bye, Rossi. Hi. And, Rossi, how about a round of applause for Martina and Phil? <laughs> More enthusiastic than that. No, we, no, Colin, come on. I'm doing slow clap. Oh, this is, yeah, build and this build. is the hero clap. All right, let's start. <laughs> Yeah! Give me a woo. Woo! woo. <laughs> Martina and Phil, um, our favorite team. Uh, our heroes. We're going to, I guess, wrap up a couple of things on the whole season here. Sadly, Jared couldn't join us. It's crazy. We had 11 episodes here. Um, and I know we did some double episodes here and there. But 11 potential weeks to line up our schedules and the three of us couldn't get on one whole episode together. <laughs> you were on the first half of the season. Jared was on the second half of the season. You're back. Mart- Martina and Phil have a better chance at lining up an episode with us than Jared does. Um, but Jared's going to be back because we're going to be covering something else. We'll talk about that uh, shortly. Um, overall, do you want to give a rating on the finale episode here? We'll do the finale and then kind of the entire season. So... Final episode, do you want to buy it, rent it, or bin it? I mean, I told you this when I saw the episode even before you did, because uh, elections. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was not a fan. I think strong teams, interesting challenges, but, like, boring. I think the leg was terrible. So even though John was a, a game show host on it, I'm going to have to bin it. Um, and I didn't get I didn't get the winner I wanted either. So, um. well, I mean, I think we were talking off air about this. If if Lauren and Joanne had won, this would be an instant buy. But uh, I can't be upset at Anthony and James. Uh, I'm not going to go as far as to bin it. I, I I do think there have been better finales. I think there have been better episodes this season. 
I get what you're saying. I don't think the structure of it was the best for a finale. It kind of, to me, just felt like this was a good, solid leg of the race and not necessarily a finale one. Uh, some of the little decisions they did there, like having the trivia game at the beginning, um, there, there probably could have been a better way to present that. But I can't be unhappy with the winning. Uh, I, uh, the, the winning. The, the, the winning of the winners. Uh, I, I think overall I would have been happy no matter what. I think whether it was through editing or through it actually being a tight finish, I'm glad that we had a tight finish. Um, sadly, I you know don't think I had it as intense as I wanted to be because it was spoiled for me. Thank you again, Manitoba Elections. Uh, but overall, I'd give it a rent because um, I, I still thought it was entertaining. And your uh, review of it that you'd given me before I was able to finish the episode, you know, maybe had me prepared for the worst. And uh, well, it slightly surpassed Rossi's expectations in my mind, at least, if that makes any sense at all. Yeah, my mind's a crazy place. <laughs> Thank you, Santa. Um, <laughs> we we got to we got to give it up for the Santa that though John's interaction with Santa Claus. Uh, uh, that was great. I don't know. The, I, I was just really confused how summer Canada's summertime show had a winter wonderland yeah. in the middle of it, but <laughs> that's not their choice. Uh, so let's kind of go to the season as a whole now. Um start to finish if you had to give not that this is an official ranking but if you had to give this season a buy it rent it or bin it what would you give it um it's tough because there were many interesting discussion points that were coming up this season that we haven't talked about in a long time you know cheating and stealing and lying and what's fair and all this kind of stuff so it's been an interesting season to talk about um I I want to go on the bin side, but I just because there's so many things that were worth complaining about, like endless um, penalty takings, um, you know, some of the things that about David Arena I wasn't a fan of, which we have talked about throughout the season, um, and then just some of the teams really didn't land with me. But I'm my like true answer is like right between bin and rent but I think just like because I think it was like a fine season I'm gonna rent it mm-hmm. well I'm but it, there's just so many things that didn't sit right that I just was like oh didn't don't why you know I, I thought that the cast was good as a whole um, a lot of those things like the endless penalty taking that on the surface I think could be frustrating to watch and it has been in the past but it just lended itself well to the drama that we had this season i thought the we got a great story out of it even though the producers themselves were very upset by the penalty taking and even kind of called it out uh online but overall i thought that the the parts that i guess purists who just want a pure race were disappointed with i thought made for good tv and same thing with david arena you know i thought they made good tv whether you know i would be just as frustrated as the other teams were or not on the race. I want some characters like that on a show like this. So it's memorable. I'm never going to forget this season. Um, I don't know if I could say that about all the seasons of Amazing Race Canada. I feel like season four 
you know, had some great teams. It had some good standout moments, but I don't know if I really 10 years from now, we're going to remember as much as season four as an am of season seven. So not the strongest season overall, uh, but pretty solid start to finish. So I would give it a rent. I do think that the first half was definitely stronger than the second half. And we've talked about this for a couple of weeks now that it seemed like as soon as the big blow up happened uh, with Arthi and um, arena, everybody just sort of mellowed a little bit and it robbed us of some good TV that maybe we could have had. Uh, let's do the predictions then. Uh, I'm out of it. We already knew that, but let's go with the final tally. Now coming to this last episode, were you and Jared tied or was Jared the clear no, winner? Jared was the clear winner. And we had kind of, I don't know if we said this on air or off here, but Jared was guaranteed the win, no matter how the finale shaped up. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think maybe it would shake up a few points. Like maybe he wouldn't get one or two or something like that, but he won no matter what happened in the finale. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously we had three teams in the finale. I'm going to go through third to first, starting with our beloved Saskatchewan girls, um, Lauren and Joanne. They came in third. I originally predicted them in sixth. You originally predicted them dead last. Oh, I'm so sorry, and Lauren Jared, and Joanne. You're my favorite team now. And Jared said they would win. So just by being a little bit closer, Jared gets that point. So he has another point to add to his already impressive lead. Of every Second season. came our favorite athletes uh, who know each other very well, Sarah and Sam. They came in second. I said they would win, so I was close. <laughs> you said they would come in fifth, so you were you were close, but not too far off. And Jared said they would come second. So even when I'm close, he manages to beat me. <laughs> um, and last but not least, our winners of season seven, another all-male team to go into the <laughs> Canadian record books. We have Anthony and James. I originally said they'd come in fifth, so it was three off. You said they'd come in eighth, so you were quite a bit off. Um, wait, what? Did I see? Jared. Yeah, I said they'd fifth. You said they were in eighth, and Jared said they would come in fourth, so he was closest. Wow. And so he swept the finale, got all three points alone. And so the final breakdown is I got two points. You got three points. <laughs> and Jared got six points. I'm ahead of you? Just what? barely. <laughs> wow. I got the points at the beginning, like the early on, yeah. and then ever since, nothing. All right, so one more thing here. Again, we we would all love to see an all-star season coming up. I've seen so many people just saying, oh, there's got to be an all-stars. And we're right at that point, I guess, where the U.S. version was uh, doing an all-star version. Uh, We certainly have enough teams at this point. Who knows if it's going to happen or not. But there was a fun little poll that was put up on an Amazing Race fan group that uh, all three of us are a part of. And we all put our votes in there. Just added to recently. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But... uh, I don't know how many people have voted in this thing now, but I think it's fairly representative of what fans want. I think there's a good spread there. Uh, let's read what the top 11 teams are for vote getters, uh, starting with number one. And then we'll kind of eliminate the ones that we think, oh, they're not really going to bring them back. Sorry, I was pulling it up. It was scrolling very long because it's a very long <laughs> list. Um Unfortunately, not everyone got votes, I will say. Um, uh, sorry to those teams who didn't quite uh, get the cut. 
but so the top 11 teams should i go from 11th to first sure first yeah start 11? with 11 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 all right in 11th place we have one of your picks and one of my picks almost missed out on just missed out on this season season 7 it is Frankie and Amy yes please um in 10th place uh the two idiots or sorry you gave them a vote i'll say <laughs> you gave them a vote i i got to mention that um the two idiots who are still out there in canada looking for a map jet and dave <laughs> i don't know if they would come back and, just because they just did this season but like you i don't think you could do it without them uh nine there are a, a clear like you know, even if they don't want to do you think of them kind of one of the early people to pick mm-hmm. in your mind. Um, ninth place, my pick. And it is on the, of the third team that was selected to be on this past season, Brent and Sean. <laughs> eight. Um, eight. Uh, your pick, your very foolish pick. No. A team that should not have made it this far into the ballot but they did it is Suki and Jinder yes <laughs> they were one of my top picks by the way they'd be in my top three but uh, just my opinion continuing what are we on the one above that one yeah the one above that one whatever place we're on now um, you voted for them I voted for them our controversial player oh and Jared voted for them our controversial players of the season, Dave and Arena. They are as close to a lock as you could get for an all-star season. There is no way that the show would not bring them back. Um, who's next? Um, none of us vote for this team. The first one. They are, I think, uh, recency bias kind of plays into this a little bit, but we have our athletes, Sarah and Sam. Mm-hmm. Uh, no comment. Um, moving on. <laughs> this is fifth place team. Um, oh, we caught our no place one... there. We know where we're yeah, at. Yeah, because I can, I can count from down there. Yeah. So. <laughs> our fifth place team, no one voted for. It's from the famed best season of the Amazing Race Canada. They infamously sucked at doing their own job. <laughs> it is the hockey girls, Natalie and Megan. Uh, again, I, I think I developed this reputation of not liking them. I'll just clearly state I just didn't find them to be the most exciting personalities. Obviously, they were. Oh, you hated. I. They were. They were. Hey, we didn't cover that season. <laughs> Don't put words in my mouth. Um, <laughs> they could be listening to this, or uh, they could be appearing on our spinoff show, Off the Podium, our Olympics podcast, co hosted myself and Jared Lubick. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, it's clear they were going to be picked, you know, just on merits of their performance alone. But uh, number three, who's our top three vote getters? Oh, four, Colin. Who's our top four? I can't count. <laughs> <laughs> um, no votes from, from the three of us. But a strong team. And our most recent winners, Anthony and James. Yeah, and and they're they're not going to come back. I don't think they're going to bring back winners, but we'll kind of see who the sub would be in there. Uh, number three. <laughs> now we're in our top three. Three, <laughs> and it is coming up threes because I voted for them, you voted for them, and Jared voted for them. It is one of the best teams of all time, 
Lauren and Joanne. Oh yeah, they have to come back. Two. Two. I think in your eyes a controversial pick. No votes from the three of us. It is Arthi and Thinesh. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think they would bring them back, especially if they're bringing back Dave and Arena. Uh, mm-hmm. There's only one team left then. Who's the number yes, one? I don't even there? have to say it. But Simeon OP. Go through the drama. <laughs> you wish <laughs> in your drinks. <laughs> but got a vote from me, you, and Jared. And 33 other people said that the team that they wanted to see bring back the most on All-Stars was Rex and Bob. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> Martina and Phil. Of course. Always going to be number one. Uh, now, just playing along here, I think we only have picked one team that probably won't be included because I don't think they're going to include winners. And, uh, you know, Anthony and James, I think this poll actually had started before the finale, so it might have even changed the votes if uh, people did know they did win. So who is the alternate? Who came in 12th place here? Um, 12th place is one of your picks. Simeon OP. They were the one below the oh! top one, I will say. So they just missed out on this kind of alternate non-winners uh, sub-in. But another team, a friend and fan of the show, Helen Joanne. Yes! <laughs> Can, there's no way Canadians were not going to vote for Team Body Break to be back on there. Uh, and again, go back and listen to our Hal Johnson recap. It was absolutely incredible. Um, so there you go. That's what the fans, at least the fans that uh, we saw polled, wanted to see in an all-star season. And we're crossing our fingers next year uh, because we know if there is an all-star season, Martina and Phil are going to be on it. Uh, wrapping up, I guess we're done this season. All we can talk about is what's next for Amazing Race. It's not the U.S. version. Uh, we are going to be covering Amazing Race Australia, which I believe is on season four. Uh, or would you consider this season three because the last one was Australia versus New Zealand? Uh, but Amazing Race Australia, do you know the date that starts on? Um, not officially. I know that they recently released a promo that was like uh, coming soon. Mm. And it was just a piece of luggage. But no date has been. Con- I remember reading that and seeing no date confirmed yet. But I know it's. Soon. I don't think that there's a trailer or anything like that out yet, but mm-hmm. uh, we'll keep you updated. All right. So Amazing Race uh, Australia coming in the next couple weeks. Uh, until then, uh, thank you again to Martin and Phil. Make sure, as always, to subscribe to us on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. And until next time, my name is Colin, and thank you, Santa. And uh, My name is Martin. Good. You're team number one. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.